being extremely, extremely clear on who you serve, what their problem is, what your solution is, and what life looks like once they've worked with you, that's the, that's the juice. That's the gas. Because, you know, we live in a world now where people are scrolling through their social media super fast. If I was to land on your LinkedIn page, I need to know immediately those, those, the, those four things. If it's not clear to me within three to five seconds what you do, who it's for, what your solution is, I'm gonna bounce. This is the reality, reality that we're in. We need to be extremely clear to what we do. That's the second part of that strategy, right? You invite someone, they're like, oh, that's interesting. Let me check out what they do. Oh, they offer the perfect solution to my problem. Let me, I definitely want to hop on a call, right? And that's, I think, the best way for a small business owner to monetize a show from day one. Welcome to the Powerful Marketing Tips Podcast, created for overwhelmed business owners who want to build, run, and organize their marketing for good. And here's a brief overview of our guest. Today, we have a very special episode as we welcome back Mark Savant, one of our very first podcast guests. With his company, Mark Savant Media, Mark helps business owners reach six figures of revenue through podcasting. He offers full done-for-you services, consulting, and even weekly group workshops. He personally hosts three podcasts and reaches tens of thousands of people on a weekly basis through his shows and social media. By the way, Mark and his team also play a critical role in our podcast production. Without further ado, let's get started. Hi friends, it's Marilis here and thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is kind of different from what we usually have done. What you hear today is me getting one-on-one -on -one coaching from someone who helps business owners reach six figures of revenue through podcasting. For those of you who are here for the first time, it is our second season with the Powerful Marketing Tips podcast and we have recorded around 70 episodes by now. So I would say we have established the podcast, you know, premise, theme, structure, and, and we have launched it. But the next question is, should I think about monetizing my podcast? And if so, how to do it? So welcome, Mark. Marlies, happy to be here. What's up, powerful marketers? Excited to chat. Wow, I am uh, so excited to have you here because I just said that before I hit the record button that I feel like my teacher is here, you know, and I'm much more nervous than usually. <laughs> so please, you know, I know you host free podcasts yourself today. Let's talk about this. Please tell us why you started podcasting and why you have decided to have so many of them. Yeah, well, listen. Podcasting has changed my life in many, many ways. I remember graduating from college, didn't know what I was going to do, what business I was going to go into, filled out a bunch of job applications, didn't find the right job. And my father, who runs an insurance agency or owns an insurance agency, said, hey, Mark, why don't you come work for me? And at the time, I, I knew I didn't want to be in insurance, but we tend to go the easy route, right? I didn't know what exactly wanted what I wanted to do with my life. So I ended up joining the agency and pushing papers and lots of quantitative stuff, but I'm a creative person. I like to create. I like to build something out of nothing. That's just, it, it just drives me forward. And about five years into that job, into that career, I realized that I just wasn't happy. I was staring at the ceiling every Monday morning. I was waiting for Fridays. I was living for the weekends. And I recognized that that just wasn't a healthy way to live your life. So I looked at a bunch of different business ideas, everything from vending machines to my own insurance agency. Thank goodness I didn't go that route. I even looked at opening up a discount mattress store. So I was trying all <laughs> sorts of different business ideas. And I recognized that I was listening to podcasts like all the time, daily. And I was learning so much. I said, why don't I start a show? This is fascinating. This is the way that the world is moving. This is the way that people are learning and listening and connecting. And so I started my first show, The Awesome Dad Show. And after about a year of producing that show, I had recognized I really enjoy this. 
This is a lot of fun. I'm making a lot of good connections with professional athletes and local city officials, big time entrepreneurs, celebrities. I was like, this is fun. I like this. I want to keep doing this. The problem that I had at that time was the awesome dad show just wasn't driving a lot of revenue. Wasn't making a lot of money. It's some small income streams, but it wasn't enough to get out of my day job. So I launched my second show, After Hours Entrepreneur. And the goal of After Hours Entrepreneur is to help young entrepreneurs reach their first six-figure year, get you from zero to six figures, which that journey is tremendous. It's transformative. It will bring you to the next level in your life. And I leveraged that show as a way of meeting entrepreneurs, learning for myself, and at this point, I believe that was the catalyst to allow me to leave that job in the insurance industry. About two months ago, two and a half months ago, I was able to leave that job and focus solely on building out my podcast production agency, which has been completely transformative for me in generating income for myself, for clients, and it just opened up a lot of doors. So I'm very excited to continue that and and try to facilitate that for other people more quickly. It cost me tens of thousands of dollars, about four years of time, hundreds of episodes to get to the point where I was able to generate enough income to leave my job. And I want to help people get there faster so they don't need to go through the same pain that I did. Well, congratulations. That's a huge, huge step, actually. You, you just took one, a month ago or, or two, you just mentioned, right? Yeah, it, it was it was a huge step. Very scary at first, mm-hmm. too, by the way. Anyone that tells you that, oh, it was easy and I just left my job. Mm-hmm. That's great. For about two weeks, like my income didn't change. And I was I was going through this weird phase of how to spend my time, you know, leaving your day job. All of a sudden now you've got 40, 50 hours a week of free time mm-hmm. and trying to fill out your schedule in your calendar. A smart way is, is very difficult. But after about two weeks, I started to reach my flow state bringing in more clients. I run a podcast pro group with podcasters that are trying to hit that first six figure year. And that started to grow exponentially. Um, my podcasts themselves started generating a lot more income. And, you know, now I'm in a place where I have a lot of good problems. We'll just say I have good problems. (laughs) I would love to hear more about your good problems. (laughs) So (laughs) I know it requires a lot of resources even to build one you know podcast so you host and run three of them right now please tell me how do you do that because it seems like a huge amount of work yeah so and that's personally i host three we also produce several podcasts including the powerful marketers podcast um, as well, which has just been such a blessing. You and Laura do such a great job. You're very driven. And I love, I think at the, at the end of the day, what separates great entrepreneurs from, from others is that commitment to challenging yourself and to constantly getting better. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I like to do is listen back to my old episodes and being like, wow, I was terrible. Right. (laughs) And, 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 you know, you might say, Mark, yeah, that sounds painful. But if you're not improving, if you're not looking back at where you were a year ago and saying, wow, I was terrible, look at where I'm at now, um, I think you're missing the boat. Because if mm-hmm. we're not improving, uh, if we're not comparing ourselves now to where we were at before, I think that you do yourself a disservice because we should always be improving. I don't think we should be comparing ourselves to others. I think we should be comparing ourselves to where we were yesterday. That's a mentality that I hold dear. And I don't love to really talk about improving today you're improving yourself as a host improving your podcast so because as i said when i did this introduction that um, we have also an established podcast already so if uh, somebody is out there listening to us thinking that okay i i did some episodes now what 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 should be the next step for me here so i i understand that this you need to do more episodes than just few to even start to think about monetizing your podcast. But um, what are the what are the next steps for somebody who have let's say launched a podcast, have have done some episodes, and um, and yeah, what's next? 
So if you have an active podcast, one of the common, like you have to start from level one. Who is my podcast for? What is the problem that they have? What is my solution? And what does success look like for them? What is their life look like after they've gone through my solution? And I find that most of the time when I ask a podcaster, and this doesn't just, just speak to podcasters, but you'll ask someone, what do you do? What's your podcast about? And then the person will enter into a five-minute monologue to explain what they do. <laughs> I don't know if this sounds familiar. I, I suffered from this from, for years. Well, you know, I do social media stuff and I help people grow their influence and uh, I generate, you know, I think that it's really important that you're able to succinctly and clearly explain who your show is for, what their problem is, how you can solve it, and what life looks like afterwards. The more mm -hmm. clarity you can get on those four points, the more attractive your show is going to be to the right person. The more attractive your offers are going to be to that person. So if you, and if you go through this exercise, you're going to start to, to gain that clarity. So just to kind of give you my quick one-liner, my one-liner that sells, and I actually have an entire episode dedicated to this on After Hours Entrepreneur, uh, how to create a one-liner that sell, sells. But my one-liner is I help busy professionals build status and sales with podcasts. So you can mm -hmm. kind of see there, I, you know, my character is professionals. Their problem is they're busy. My mm -hmm. podcast is the solution. And once they've gone through that solution, they're going to build status and sales. So I kind of encompass all that in my quick one-liner, which helps people try to kind of quickly digest what it is that, that I do. You know, my podcast helps young entrepreneurs reach their first six-figure year. So again, the more clearly you can explain who your show is for and what problems it solves. The That's when you start to get some juice. That's when you start to get some momentum. And off the back of that, you can start to develop more solutions and generate different streams of income that help those people, the people that you're wanting to speak to, the character, let's say, the avatar, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that, that I think is, is stage one, getting clarity on those four points. I think clarity is stage one for every business, wherever they are, <laughs> with their sales, marketing, and podcasting, let's be honest. And you get that as a marketer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's how many times have you talked to someone, what's your podcast about? What does your business do? And it's like, you know, as soon as they use the words like all or everyone, mm -hmm. you like, you've got, there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a problem there. We need, and especially in this digital age where you can have highly targeted marketing, you have cookies, you can know which websites people are going to, you know, Facebook ads are very sophisticated in how you can target. The, the more clear you are on who you serve, the better. And to your point, especially as a young entrepreneur, it's, it's not always clear at first who you serve. Mm -hmm. you, you make assumptions and then you work towards those assumptions, but you're going to learn more along the way. So I like to think that we don't want to be, we want to try new things. We want to be curious. We want to innovate. And then through those steps, you're going to start to see breadcrumbs and you're going to start to figure things out. So that's really, I think, an important facet of your podcast, of your business as a whole is getting that clarity. I agree. And as I'm here uh, to have some one-on-one -on -one coaching right now, then uh, my next question is, what do you think of our promise or premise to, to our uh, listeners? Because our goal is to really help overwhelmed small business owners to cover their marketing caps and drive their performance. I mean, I think that's a great one-liner. So let's let's just go through this quick exercise. Who is our character? It's it's a business owner, small business small, owner, say, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Small What's business their problem? owner, their problem. They're frustrated about marketing or the lack of it because there are so many things they have tried or they wish that, you know, they, they want to try in marketing, but they feel like, you know, nothing seems to work out for me here. So they're frustrated about marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I, th you know, th that's certainly clear. 
small business owner, they're overwhelmed, they're frustrated. <laughs> they, at the end of the day, they're not, re, they're not getting the clients that they want, right? Mm -hmm. As a small business yeah. owner, that's, that's, of that's course. why you, we use the word marketing, um, right? We, cause we want to generate more income. We want <laughs> more leads in the funnel. So the next thing we want to look at is do we've, we've dictated our character. We've dictated the problem. Now we need to dictate what's your solution. What's the solution that you offer? What's the vehicle? So we uh, record two types of episodes. One of the uh, first type is, you know, guest interviews so, uh, with, a, with a purpose to really bring some inspirational guests to talk about, um, you know, their, their industry to focus, uh, to focus on, you know, a certain topic. And um, the other The other type of episodes we do are, you know, five to 10 minute long, very practical uh, episodes sharing very practical tips. For example, how to set up my Google Analytics account, you know, or what are the thing, three main thing we should do to align our sales and marketing, you know, questions like that. So we try to analyze questions we, we get from our clients and from our community. And uh, through podcasts, we, we want to answer those questions. Brilliant, right? So your solution is the podcast. And through the podcast, you're sharing real stories of real people that have made, you know, made marketing work for them. And then you have the lessons, which I think le the lessons are great. The lessons are great because it really proves that you understand what you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. the, the flip side of that is in, in, you know, this is a question we want to ask, you know, when you think of an example, like this is how to set up your Google analytics, is that something that a small business owner wants to do? Is that something that's going to make them feel less overwhelmed and frustrated? Cause that's the problem that they have a podcast teaching them how to set up a Google analytics page. Does that solve the problem that they have? Mm -hmm. That's a very good question. Too often, it, there are things they know that they should do, but they don't know who to hire, you know, how to really solve this problem. So we, the reason why we're giving those little tips is that maybe, maybe there is something they can do within in five minutes and they shouldn't think about that anymore, any longer. Yeah. Or after listening to that five minute episode, they can clearly understand that, okay, I should have somebody who knows you know, about this topic very well, because I don't want to do that myself. I'm not good at that. So one way or another, they should have some clarity. Brilliant. So, you know, building no like and trust is one of the best reasons to have a podcast. But there's something you said there, Marlies, that I think is really important. Overwhelmed, frustrated. I'm a small business owner. I ain't got time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you say something like set up you know, cause your podcast is a solution to their problem. It's a solution mm -hmm. to their challenge, right? If you use the word, how to set up your Google analytics to me, I'm like, Oh, I know. I got to set aside an entire <laughs> night to learn about Google analytics. And I ain't got time for this. I already missed my kid's soccer game. My wife is yelling at me. Like I ain't got time for this. But if we reframe that, that solution to address their problem, which is being busy and overwhelmed, how to set up your Google, Google analytics in five minutes or less. Now I'm in. Oh, okay. I got, I, I got you. <laughs> now, I now I'm in because, Oh, five minutes. I got five minutes. Mm -hmm. And, and, and if, if you can, if you can deliver on that, you know, because if it's still two hours for me to do it, then I'm like, okay, they didn't deliver the goods. They told me it was gonna be five minutes. Now I'm three minutes in and I'm even more frustrated and overwhelmed. We didn't solve the problem. <laughs> right. But when you frame that episode, when you frame that piece of content, you already know your audience is suffering from this problem. They need their Google analytics. They're already overwhelmed and frustrated, but in five minutes or less, I have a solution. I'm in. Mm -hmm. That's very good. I should, I should uh, really take some more time uh, to set up the framing, you know, for the episodes because I understand the content is okay, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the content is there, but you know, listen, this is not field of dreams. If you build it, they will not come, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, especially in the world that we live in now, everything is really driven by, by the hook. 
it's really driven mm-hmm. by the you know the title of the episode every from the algorithm to what someone decides to click so mm-hmm. again kind of going back to this example i'm overwhelmed i'm a busy business owner i know i need to set up my google analytics page everyone's telling me about it right i know i have that problem I have that problem. I have that challenge of growing my business. So now I need to find solutions. Mm -hmm. So developing solutions that speak to that challenge that that person has is really important. So this is a quick exercise that you can do. Think about that busy, frustrated, overwhelmed business owner who doesn't, who missed their kid's birthday, who missed the soccer goal. That's, that's frustrated and overwhelmed right? The world is changing so rapidly. I can't keep up. I'm pulling my, what little hair I have left out of my head. What are all the things that I need to get done, but I can't get done because of this challenge, right? So that could Mm -hmm. be how to set up your Facebook page or your Facebook ad account, how to set up your Google analytics, how to set up an email marketing campaign, right? And you, and you kind of go down the list of all these things that, that, that business owner probably needs to get done. And they can either do it themselves, which is where the podcast comes in, or they can hire a company like Powerful Marketers to do it for them. That's another solution that you have, right? And then try to frame all of your content, all of your titles, all of your programming in a way that that speaks to them, right? Mm-hmm. Five minutes or less in one day, you know, get your, get your, get your daughter to set up your Facebook account in 10 minutes, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That is a, that's the type of stuff that attracts the audience, right? That's very good. But give me some feedback on, uh, on the structure and the show length as well, because I think that might be helpful for our listeners here also, how to, how to set up, you know, a structure on, or the length or. Right. So, I mean, listen, for podcasting, I, I don't think that there's any one tried or true show length. There used to be mm-hmm. a lot of data that said 22 minutes is the right show length because that's the average commute for, you know, for someone to get to and from work. Mm-hmm. I mean, post, post-COVID post lockdowns, I think that the commute times are different now than they were with those previous analytics. There's a lot of people working from home. Personally, I think somewhere around 15 to 45 minutes is the show length that I'm looking to be in. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and I'll just give you personal story, right. Especially for interviews. So I've done hundreds and hundreds of interviews on after hours entrepreneur. I've had people like Pat Flynn, Jasmine star, Evan Carmichael. Um, I've got, I've recently had some really big guests come on, which I'm very excited to share. I just so many really powerful people, Mm -hmm. influential people, smart people, tried and true business people that have reached that six figure to seven figure business, which is what the show is about. Build that first six figure year, right? And what I was finding at the time was I wanted all my interviews to be 30 minutes. The problem was I felt like I want to start out the show with a story. I want to get the story. I want to draw the listener in. I want to share their struggles that they went through to get to that six figures and I, but the, the problem was at around 20 minutes, 25 minutes, then we started getting into the meat. <laughs> then we started mm-hmm. getting into the practical tactics that someone could take home and use for themselves in five minutes or less. Um, and so I said, I need to extend this out. It's just not enough time. You know, we're just getting into the meat and now I'm closing down the show. So mm-hmm. I extended it out to about 45 minutes, sometimes up to 50 minutes. Because at the end of the day, I want to have a show that gives the audience a solution to the problem, right? If, if you're creating a show without solving a problem, the show is like, what's the point, right? And the, mm-hmm. the solution could be anything. It could be, I mean, it could be education. It could be entertainment. It could be comedy. It could be true crime stories. That, that, that part doesn't really matter. But understanding the solutions that that you have to the problem that your audience has, I think is, is really key. So that's kind of a long way of me explaining somewhere between 15 to 45 minutes, I think is the, <laughs> is the sweet spot. Well, what I hear you saying is that uh, it's more about the value and the quality, not about the quantity here. Right. That that's a hundred, that's a hundred percent correct. 
And, you know, I'll give you another example. So I do these interviews, which generally are about 45 minutes, but much like you and Laura do, I have short, kind of like short lessons that I share out as well that share, Mm -hmm. Hey, this is what I experienced today. This is what I learned from it. This is what I read this week that really stood out to me. I want to share it with you. Let's make it practical. And those episodes typically go for less than 10 minutes, more Mm -hmm. Mm bite-sized, something that, you know, you could read or listen to like in a very short period of time, but then you can actually take home kind of like, kind of like this idea about Google analytics, how to set up your Google analytics in five minutes Mm -hmm. or less, right? Mm -hmm. That, that sort of thing. What's something that's super practical that I can, I can listen, learn and take action on today. So, you know, I think it's also important that we're trying new things too. Like I mentioned before, Mm -hmm. we can make assumptions Mm -hmm about what our audience wants, but until we try new things, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll give you just a really brief example of this. My first show, The Awesome Dad Show, was designed, I formatted it in a way that I, I, I wanted to help fathers be empowered to spend more time with their kids. I was bringing on all these interesting guests. And what I recognized, what I realized through the analytics is that 65% of my listeners were female. Ooh. So I'm thinking to myself, I made the show for dads. I assumed it was for dads. I assume men were listening, but it's a bunch of women. And so I use that as a way of saying, you know, whenever you're creating a business, whenever you're creating solutions, we make assumptions, we make hypotheses, but until we actually try new things, listen back to what our audience wants, we don't know for sure. You know, um, I, so anyway, I use that as a, a quick, just a quick example of in this content creation world in this creator economy world, I think it's dangerous that we make assumptions about what our audience wants. If mm-hmm. we're not trying new things, we're, we could be missing out on some big reward. Yeah, that's, that's true. And that really hit me very strongly. So if somebody's listening to us and uh, he or she is not a small business owner, <laughs> Please reach out and let me know what is the reason you are listening to our podcast. I'm very curious. <laughs> of course, I appreciate you being here. But Mark, please help me out now because I'm still, you know, here for coaching. <laughs> I have my podcast. We have done those episodes. I feel like, you know, we are in a good place with the, with the structure and um, and uh, and the premise and everything. But um, should I? How should I really use metrics and when it comes to ROI with my podcast and monetizing, what are the, like the first steps I should uh, think to, to improve myself and to improve my podcast when it comes to really, you know, monetizing and, um, and measuring my success? Well, so I think it's really important that we think of a podcast in financial terms. Mm-hmm. As a as a busy, overwhelmed business owner, we mm-hmm. don't we're not exactly walking around with tons of time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not a mm-hmm. you know a 19 year old kid who's just playing Xbox all night. So mm-hmm. it's really important that we get to that point where we can see the income coming from the show. Mm-hmm. There are many different ways of monetizing a show. I have a video on YouTube which is like the top 20 ways to monetize your podcast, right? I think as a business owner, the best way to monetize your show quickly is by leveraging as a, leveraging the show as a tool to get clients, mm-hmm. to get high paying clients. So I'll give you an example of one of the shows that we're producing now. Um, so the, this, this client, he sells a very expensive DNA recovery kit, right? Which he sells to police stations, and investigate investigative firms all across the world Mm -hmm. for him landing one client a year from his show is a win like he's broken even plus right he's he's profitable if he lands one guest one client Uh, and so what you can do is you can use that podcast as a way of getting the right people on the line use it as a way of providing value up front. So for example, if you have a high ticket offer, you can bring on guests that are your ideal client, that they re you, they are the person that suffers from this problem. You 
can approach them in a way that's not focused on you. It's focused on them. I'm going to, I'm going to deliver you value up front. How many times have you gotten a LinkedIn DM that says something like this? Hey, Mark, I see you run a podcast agency. Let's hop on a call so I can try to sell you my services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Link below to the book. How many, how often do we get that? Too and how often do you actually click on the link? It doesn't work. Nobody cares. Please stop trying to sell me stuff in my DMs, right? Huge wall of text plus link to book a time. That does not work. Mm-hmm. What does work is, hey, Mark, I see you run this podcast agency. I love what you do. I'd love to invite you to be my guest on my show. I'd like to put you in front of my audience. I'm in. How do I sign up? Right. And mm-hmm. then through that process, you don't have to sell them, but you know, you have a good solution to that person's problem. You have a good solution to that client's problem. Now you've used this as a way to, to deliver value to them, to build the relationship, to join your email list, to be connected. And it makes it much easier for you to sell them on your service. Mm-hmm. I think that is probably the most effective way of generating profit from a show from day one. It's using it as a a networking tool on steroids. Mm -hmm. And if you have a solution, if you have the right customer who has expendable, has money, if you have the right solution, you can, you can become profitable basically within the first month. And I am a very proud uh, student here. I'm a, I would say, because if you don't remember, Mark, that's the way we met because I wrote you that I like what you do. <laughs> Would you please be a guest in my podcast because you were uh, our guest also uh, last uh, season. So thank yes. you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. May, you know, making it happen, the networking and, you know, and that's why I think, again, we, you know, just kind of go back to the beginning, being extremely, extremely clear on who you serve, what their problem is, what your solution is. And what mm-hmm. life looks like once they've worked with you, that's the, that's the juice. That's the gas. Because, you know, we live in a world now where people are scrolling through their social media mm-hmm. super fast. If, if, you're, if, if I was to land on your LinkedIn page, I need to know immediately those, those, the, those four things. Mm-hmm. If it's not clear to me within three to five seconds what you do, who it's for, what your solution is, I'm going to bounce. And, you know, and this, if, if this is just the reality, you know, you could say, oh, people, you know, back in my day, people would read books and had longer attention spans. Sure. I get that. Mm-hmm. But this is the reality, reality that we're in. We need to be extremely clear to what we do. That's the second part of that strategy, right? Mm-hmm. You invite someone, they're like, oh, that's interesting. Let me check out what they do. Oh, they offer the perfect solution to my problem. Let me, I definitely want to hop on a call, right? And that's, I think, the best way for a small business owner to monetize a show from day one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd like to touch for a second also ads because many podcasts are, you know, uh, using ads. What are your thoughts here? Sure. I think ads are a great way to monetize the show. I think that generating a legitimate income from ads and sponsorships, it's not something that is going to happen day one. In my experience, I know people that have done it. The, the, in order to generate a sizable income from ads, there's a few things that you need. But the big one is credibility. You need to be credible. So having iTunes reviews, having followers on LinkedIn and on Instagram and or on t- TikTok, that that matters. You know, you're pro- you're not going to be able to sell that sponsor off the back of your downloads because you don't have the downloads yet. So what you want to do is you want to frame all the ways that you can give value to that sponsor. You know, I'm going to give you shout outs in perpetuity on my podcast for 60 days. You're going to get the pre-roll and the mid-roll ad on my show forever, not going anywhere, right? This is not a dynamic ad insertion. This is a permanently installed ad. Plus, I will, I will pin your, your company to the top of my Instagram and my LinkedIn. Plus, I'll record a specific episode explaining the benefits of your show. Plus, 
I'm going to blast you out to my thousand email subscribers. Plus, and in, in, in so on and so forth. Think of all the ways that you could give value to that, that sponsor, not just the podcast, but as your platform as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And by framing it that way, I think that's a way of generating a much more substantial agreement when you're early off in the podcast game. Think about all the different ways that you can provide value to that sponsor, not just the podcast piece. Kind of mm-hmm. look out more broadly. I've also seen, uh, or as I listen <laughs> many different podcasts, I have heard that uh, some uh, some of them also, they're offering premium content. You know, you can, uh, you can really uh, have the live recorded show, you know, somewhere if you do something. <laughs> What are the best practices here with the, with that? Well, so are you referring to like a content marketing solution? Like the company would actually be on a show with you or what? how do you, how do you mean? No, no. What I meant was that, let's say the show is 20 minutes, but then I tell you that, okay, you can have, you know, the full access to this interview if you do that. Okay. Understood. So there's, there's like a paywall to get the remainder Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. content. I don't think that that's a bad idea. I think that that's fine. I think that Mm -hmm. have, you know, so this brings up a good point and this is something that empowered me to leave my day job. I don't think I would have been able to leave my day job based solely on my high ticket offer, my production services and my launch services. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that as a podcaster and as a business owner, as a young entrepreneur, it's important that you have a big ticket offer, mm-hmm. right? Because those, those, those are a big deal. You want to try to get people to your high ticket offer, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, whatever that is. But it, I think it's a really good move to have a, a low ticket offer as well. Mm-hmm. And we have to be solutions based. So I'll, I'll, kind of give you a personal story as to how I, how I got to my small ticket offer, my low ticket offer. So I was running, I'm running a podcast production agency and I help busy professionals build status and sales with podcasts. I, I get on a lot of phone calls with a lot of people, hundreds, if not thousands of phone calls over the, over the years. And there were, there were days, there were months, there were weeks where I was landing a lot of big ticket clients. Mark, I want to launch my show. Mark, I want this solution, you know, but there were also months where I wasn't getting a lot, kind of this feast or famine in client work. I also recognized that, you know, I was only converting, let's say 5% of the calls I was getting on. So I have 95% of these calls that are leaving without any sort of financial commitment. I was not able to offer them any sort of solution, which in the end of the day, that's what business owners do. We solve problems. So 95% of the people I'm talking to I'm not solving their problem. That that's an issue. I need to be solving their problem. If I don't have a solution for them, that's a problem. So I thought, well, how can I solve their problem? What is that? You know, their challenge is they want to grow a podcast that generates income, right? Mm -hmm. They want to, they want to hit that six figure income with their show. So how can I solve that problem without that, that big financial commitment? So I developed a podcast pro community for podcasters that want to generate that six figure a year. It's a much lower financial commitment right now where it, you know, depending on when this airs right now, it's $50 a month to join that community. And I developed a bunch of resources, live video calls, community calls, a lot of different resources to help that podcaster build up a concrete base and to grow that up from, from the ground up. And it's only $50 a month. That's something that just about anybody can afford. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know exactly what that looks like for you. Maybe it's a paywall for more content. Maybe it's a paywall for a group. Maybe it's, it's a a smaller ticket offer, which helps to provide value to that overwhelmed business owner. And, but you need to be thoughtful about that too. If I'm an overwhelmed business owner and I'll give you my example, so I do a weekly call. It's, it's one hour long. It's not extensively long. It's one hour once a week that I want all the members to commit to. And that's where we learn the lessons. That's where we go from the ground up and we build out. But if you're an overwhelmed business owner, if you're a frustrated business owner, 
are you even really willing and ready to commit to that one hour a week? Maybe mm -hmm. you're not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So finding a solution for that overwhelmed business owner is, is important. How can I solve their problem on a low ticket scale? Because the first dollar is the hardest to get, but if you can get $1, solve their problem, they're going to be much more ready to pay you a hundred dollars and you solve mm -hmm. their problem. Now I'm ready to pay you a thousand, solve their problem. Mm -hmm. Now I'm ready to pay 10,000 solve their problem. Right. So I, I kind of think of it in that, in, in that way, how can I just continuously solve problems and develop solutions for the problems that they run into next? Mm -hmm. No, I think that's the best way really to, to do that. But I feel like we are right now in a very good place with, um, with our monthly mastermind, for example, this is not something, uh, uh, we take any money for, but this is, you know, the way that people can actually get to know us better. So, so I, us, I think that's worth, worth thinking about. Why not, why mm -hmm. not have a paywall behind the monthly mastermind? Why not build that out? Well, yeah, thank you. But as your student, I, I'm really looking for some feedback. What, what are the things we should improve before doing that, because I don't feel like I'm ready for that to monetize our monthly mastermind meetings because they work very well right now. And I don't feel like our podcast is on that level yet, maybe. Okay. So, okay. So a, a lot to kind of bite off there, right? Why why do you feel, and, and if you're in the mastermind, I'm sorry, I've tried to put a paywall up there for you, but you know, I'm, I just try to think through this. Like, why do we feel like we're not ready to, to charge money for that mastermind program? What's, what's the reason for not thinking that we're ready? Mm, my thinking is that powerful marketers is only two year old brand and uh, it is not so well known right now. So for me, mastermind is a great way to, um, to meet people and they can, you know, meet us without any, um, without spending any money. Right. So this is the place where of course I, I am building this trust because through this podcast, they can uh, get to know about, okay, that there, there are, you know, Laura and Marilis, there are brands like powerful marketers, they're doing something. And, um, my logic goes like, okay, now they're interested in getting more information and they visit our mastermind, hopefully. And this is the place where I can really build this trust because I'm there, I'm live, I'm accessible, you know, for everybody. And they can really see the value we provide. So, and from there, it's only logical that if people see that, okay, this is very valuable, what powerful marketers are doing, I want to, you know, agree this one-on-one -on -one meeting or go to their community more often, or maybe I want to, I don't know, join another bootcamp they're having. <laughs> so what's the goal? I mean, what's the goal of the mastermind sessions in general? I'd assume it's to build mm -hmm. no like, and trust so that you can bring on clients into your marketing business, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So the goal with this one hour mastermind really is to provide as much value as possible. And uh, I want to support uh, inspire those people who come there and how we do that is that we support them with a network we have you know we have great network there and or all our business owners or solopreneurs or even freelancers who are you know struggling with the same obstacles in their marketing and every time we have different focus topic and for and uh, and a guest speaker who will you know Will ask, who will answer their questions. And, um, and so it's, um, it is very valuable for, for people who visit this group and they can really see that, okay, this is trustworthy place. This is safe place where I can go and I can discuss, you know, things around my sales and marketing and the worries and struggles I have. That's, that's the main goal. I just want to, I want them to feel that uh, this community is very valuable and the, the content we share is also very valuable for them. Do you have people that, that are regularly coming, that are coming yes. to regular meetings? Yes. 
I would start by this because I think that, again, one of the things that we really want to reach with our podcast, with the, with the content that we're producing, it's expensive. It takes time and money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What we really want to do and what I really want for clients is how can we get to a point where we're generating enough income through the show to at least break even? Mm-hmm. Because we know that it, it's, you know, if we can reach break even, then we can make it profitable, right? Everything that we need to do needs to be solutions oriented, right? Mm-hmm. If, I mean, why would people come to your, to your sessions? It's because that you solve a problem. Mm-hmm. If you have people that are coming back week after week, I would start by, by asking them, why are you coming? What, what, what problem are we solving for you? What's something more that we could offer you mm-hmm. that would keep you coming back? That, that's where the gas is. That's where the fuel is. It's better. It's getting a better understanding of why people want to come to those sessions and then giving them more of why they come. In the example I gave before, I thought I was speaking to men on the awesome dad show. It turns out that 65% of the people I'm talking to were females. So mm-hmm. instead of opening up my show with what's up guys, what's up dads. I can't, I can't open that up like that anymore. I say, what's up, you know, what's up parents. Welcome back to the awesome mm-hmm. dad show. Right. I would, st- I, I, I think, you know, s- starting with trying to better understand what people want over delivering on that is the gateway to starting to put up a paywall, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Love yeah. I, I, I think that's where <laughs> I would start is, is trying to get a better understanding of why people are, are investing their one hour, which is a one hour is not nothing. I know it's a big thing, especially nowadays, you know, it's uh, it's a huge when somebody decides to share their time with you. It's, it's very it's something we should all appreciate more and more. There's another thing I just want to point out. There's another thing that happens when you put up a paywall. Okay. So a people feel that they're financially committed to mm-hmm. being there. You know, if it's free, people are like, ah, I didn't pay anything for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to show up. If you put up a paywall, people are financially incentivized. You know, there's, there's that, there's that I paid for it. I better be there. I want to get my value. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happens when I look at masterminds in particular is putting up a paywall filters out people that are not serious. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's willing to pay 50 bucks a month, it's because they're, they're serious. If someone's willing to pay a thousand dollars a month, it's because they're at a different place in their business. If mm-hmm. someone's paying, you know, 5,000 a month, 10,000 a month, you, you go up these different tiers of the, of the quality of the people that are in there, you know, and you know, the mastermind principle in general is you never want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to surround mm-hmm. yourself with people that are smarter and know more than you. So the expect you, so again, as you start to add in a paywall and increase that cost, you start to filter in people that elevate the group to net, to, mm-hmm. no, to new levels. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the ideas here and uh, i really understand the psychology behind why should we you know have the paywalls and um for the next steps with powerful marketers there are paywalls (laughs) for sure (laughs) but you will be also our guest uh i believe soon in our mastermind so you can see and feel you. you know yourself what is happening there and maybe we can uh, carry on this discussion after after hosting this um, event together. Well, I certainly would be honored to, and because I mm-hmm. think that the way that you and Laura are leveraging the podcast is, to me, one of the best ways. We have a high ticket offer. The podcast builds the know, like, and trust, which brings people mm-hmm. in. Um, I can have conversations with the right people that are my ideal clients, so they can come in as a as a customer. And then also building out that lower ticket offer with your mastermind, with your paid pro, with your powerful marketer pro community, something like that mm-hmm. is it, it, it takes a little while. It's a little bit scary because your groups will be smaller, mm-hmm. right? 
but it, it, I think it, it lays down a framework for something that has worked for me personally. I don't think I would have been able to leave my day job if I didn't start to build out that paid community, which is now growing mm -hmm. because I, I listen, I learn, and I try to deliver more of what my community wants. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a really solid way of building. Pot. And, you know, the other thing that happens is, and I, I don't want to go too long here, but another thing that happens when you know, you have that paid community, you start to, to build up your super fans mm -hmm. and your super fans, guess what? They're going to want to follow you on social media. They're going to want to listen to your podcast because your podcast is designed to help your super fans, which it, it starts to build up momentum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I feel like we have a long, long way to go, <laughs> but, Me <too>. I, <laughs> but I really enjoy this um, and uh, I am glad and uh, very honored that uh, you are next to us and uh, helping us with our podcast. So Mark, please tell to our listeners where they can connect with you and find more about what you are doing. Well, thanks. You can find me at Mark Savant Media on any platform, Mark Savant Media. Uh, whichever platform you like, I'm there. And I would love to engage with you. Mark Savant Media, marksavantmedia.com, Mark Savant Media on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm Mark Savant from Mark Savant Media. Yeah. <laughs> love that. <laughs> so thank you. And last but not least, please empower our listeners with a quote and a song you have chosen, which we will put to our Spotify list and, and to our Pinterest as well. Quote, so I've been reading Atomic Habits by James Cleary, and it is a really, really powerful book. Mm -hmm. And the thing that really resonates with me is just be 1% better than yesterday. Mm. Just be 1% better because your business your show, your personal growth, it does not grow linearly. It does not grow in a straight line. It's exponential. And mm -hmm. that the power of being 1% better each day, uh, it's, it's absolutely life-changing. Absolutely life-changing. That's strong. And we got a quote and a book recommendation very well. Thank you. Uh, what about the song that would inspire so, you? <laughs> so for song, I've, I've really been into Zeppelin recently. So Stairway to Heaven, I think, is, is great. It starts slow, soft, and it builds up just like being 1% better. It builds up into this um, incredibly powerful crescendo. So uh, Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin. That is great. So it, it sounds like Stairway to a great podcast as well. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know, the plan. Become, yeah, by becoming 1% better every day. So it's been great. Thank you for this discussion and, uh, and coaching, I would say. So uh, I hope to, um, to see you soon at our mastermind together with, you know, the, the, with the listeners. So I really appreciate your time, Mark. Thank you. You too. You too, Marlies. Well, that's all we've got for this episode of the Powerful Marketing Tips podcast. But make sure to link up with us at our free monthly international mastermind event. Just go to powerful-marketers.com forward slash mastermind. We would really appreciate it if you would rate this podcast and leave a comment wherever you tune in to listen. That will help us and other potential uh, new listeners. Until next time.